the new channel. Hashtag TNC Now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community channel that sees all things new. I am Jennifer Nguya, live streaming from Cavite, Philippines. You're watching The Disruptors Hour on TNC. We are extremely excited to have you join us and we're eager to delve deeply into the dynamic and ever-evolving topics of leadership, change management, innovation, transformation, and disruption. Whether you possess extensive experience as a leader, are a change agent, or simply have a strong passion for making a positive impact. We are confident that you will find our show captivating, enlightening, and most of all, inspiring. Our show is thoughtfully crafted to assist you in enhancing your leadership abilities, confidently navigate change, drive transformative innovation, and leverage the power of disruption to uncover new avenues for success. Our knowledgeable guests will provide valuable information, effective approaches, and successful methods that can assist you in achieving success in both your personal and professional pursuits. Prior to delving into today's discussion with our guest, we would like to offer a brief reminder from our partner organization. We look forward to reconnecting with you shortly. Scientists and policymakers around the world are well aware of humankind's current trajectory towards the devastation of its only and precious home, planet Earth. At unprecedented rates, living species are going extinct, glaciers and ice caps are melting, air pollution worsens, and we keep piling up plastics and trash in our oceans and rivers. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and discouraged by such a disheartening trend. A battle that greed, consumption, and unwavering ambition seems to be winning, leading all of us to an extinction-level event. Most efforts over the last 50 years to reverse climate change have failed. Governments at the national levels prioritize local politics and vote-winning initiatives. Companies are designed to exceed profit expectations in order to survive. International institutions are often bureaucratic and biased and social media has often done more harm than good. The clock is ticking, and key universal indicators point to the need to substantially revert the trend in the next seven years to avoid the point of no return. So how can we turn this ship around? We must wake up and come together in effective collaboration to jointly get out of the mess we've gotten ourselves into, for the many millions of lives at stake, for the benefit of us all. World System Solutions, WSS, is an NGO with a vision to unite, mobilize, and align humanity in common purpose to solve the climate crisis. 
WSS offers educational and climate change awareness workshops guided by profound ethical and spiritual values and a conviction that through consciously choosing to collaborate, we can reach our personal and collective potential and synergistic cooperation to reverse the climate crisis and reach harmony amongst ourselves and with our planet. WSS intends to help humanity arrive at the collective agreements and aligned intentions necessary to attain global sustainability. We're building Phoenix, the first comprehensive technology platform to boost humanity's collective creative efforts to build a better world from the ashes of our past choices. Phoenix will radically accelerate global collaboration and innovation. It is designed and built with the guidance of ethics-based collective leadership fully committed to serve all human beings equally and the planet as a whole. We're already developing Phoenix's first module, Climate Scale, aimed at mitigating greenhouse gas emissions by offering a one-stop shop for all carbon and methane credit projects through a platform that will reduce the risk of greenwashing and unify and supercharge the now fragmented efforts happening around the world. It will also facilitate access to the latest data and expertise, bringing together leaders, researchers, experts, projects, and resources to mitigate the greenhouse gases emissions challenge. We can change. We can do this together. Whether you're a youth activist, a committed politician, a generous philanthropist, a visionary transformational champion, an innovative project leader, or a sustainability expert, come and join the WSS team and be part of the solution the world needs today for our planet, and for the future of all living species, and our very own children. The world transformation process will affect all of us, and every voice is relevant as we move the needle on climate change and environmental protection within the next seven years. You are a vital piece of the puzzle. Our collaboration will be the thread that weaves together the fabric of our efforts into a harmony quilt for the planet. There are several ways that we can interact with world system solutions, including donation and collaboration opportunities. You will see flash on the screen some links that you can copy for later use or click on to get to know more about world systems solutions. Today, I'm happy, I'm thrilled to welcome into the show, Faris Aranti. Welcome to the show, Faris. Uh, thank you, Jennifer. Great to be with you today. Very excited and what an inspirational opening. Yes, yes. Now, uh, Faris, can you please provide our viewers with a brief introduction about yourself and the work that you do? Yeah, for sure, Jennifer. So I'm Faris. Uh, I'm here in London, UK, and uh, here I run a small consulting firm called Sheer Ghetto Consulting, uh, which is all about helping businesses and individuals sharpen their effectiveness. So we make people like more likely to achieve their successes, whatever that may be. Um, now, um, I've been doing this for four years, built a company uh, from scratch, and uh, mm -hmm. I've been 
using all the skills that I acquired from my background, uh, my 20 years working in strategy, uh, both as a consultant, but also working for a big energy company uh, in their, on their strategic projects. And um, before that, I actually used to be a school teacher. I used to work in education and development. And uh, my career has taken me around the world. I've lived and worked in different countries uh, from uh, Latin America to Southern Asia to the Middle East. Uh, and uh, a lot in Europe as well. So um, a lot of what I do today is thanks to working with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals and seeing the patterns and trends uh, that make successful people stand out from unsuccessful people and successful companies uh, achieve more than unsuccessful companies. And that's what I uh, go and help companies with today. So I'm really happy to be on your show to share some of my knowledge and wisdom. And I'm pretty sure that our viewers are also eagerly anticipating what they have to learn today from you. So you mentioned that you sharpen individuals and organizations, right? To yeah. move from failure to success. So is that uh, in any way related to the name of your company, Shiogato Consulting? It is. It is, Jennifer. It is completely related. Uh, so some of your viewers may recognize the word, but sheer ghetto is a sharpening stone. So a sharpening stone is the kind of stone you use if ever you have a dull knife or a pair of scissors or anything and you need to sharpen it. Uh, you may use a sheer ghetto. That's the that's actually in Japanese culture. It's the stone you use for the sharpest finish. Uh, and the reason I named the company after that is I was I just set up the company and uh, I was trying to think of a great name and uh, I was making lunch. For myself and i was actually using a japanese knife and it wouldn't cut through a tomato because it'd gone dull uh -huh. so i reached for a sheer ghetto and i went hang on a minute what is the japanese word for this i didn't know it was sheer ghetto uh, because this is a great metaphor for what i'm trying to do with my company and so then then i lost four hours of my life to uh, reading online because the japanese mm -hmm. have websites and loads of websites all about it and that's when i discovered all about the sheer ghetto and i thought that is perfect that is what i'm going to name my company mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. So this is one thing that I like about this show is we get to learn something new from our guests. So now I know what Shiaghetto means. Brilliant. <laughs> and I look forward to learning from you as well, Jennifer. Yes, I'm happy to um, contribute also what I, what I know in my sphere. All right. So you are into consulting, but yeah. before that, you also work with the corporate. So can you please tell us your journey? What prompted you to move from the corporate to moving to your um, to, to moving and building your own company? Yeah, for sure. So as I say, I spent I've spent 20 years doing strategy. And during that time, what I realized is strategy means so many things to different people. But fundamentally, if you have a great idea, um, unless other people buy into it, it is just a piece of paper, okay? And I spent 20 years developing great strategies that ultimately were just pieces of paper because people didn't buy into them, you know? Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, and I, I was a strategy consultant working for, a, you know, high-end strategy consulting firms, and we, companies pay millions of dollars to develop a very complex strategy. But then what I discovered is 90% of those never go anywhere. They just are very giant reports because people don't, understand them or don't buy into them and mm -hmm. if you're lacking other elements the ability to get people excited about your ideas and your strategies and the ability to focus on delivering them because that's the other thing that i discovered in the 20 years is that people are trying to do too much and mm -hmm. so they do a little bit of everything badly rather than one or two things very well um so i feel so exposed paris yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can, there's easy ways to, to fix that. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what I learned. And um, I should have learned it sooner, uh, perhaps, but uh, I learned it. And what I realized most crucially is that I was very good at getting people to focus and to buy into ideas. So I could help companies in that respect. And that's what I set up a, a business to do. Yeah, that's, that's a good point that you pointed out. You mentioned that uh, we need to focus ourselves on, many, um, on a few things so that we can have our energy, our time, and do these things well rather than scatter our energies and our time attention to many things and do them poorly yeah yeah you i mean you you wouldn't do that in your own personal life too much you know you wouldn't try a hundred new projects you know get married uh lose weight learn a new language move countries you know all these things you wouldn't do them at the same time but i see it too many times in business companies are trying to achieve so many things at the mm -hmm. same time uh, that it makes it very difficult to, for any of them to be a success. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But how do we balance that? Because right now we are saying that companies have to be able to be innovative or in some cases disruptive, but at the same time, you also have to manage the day-to-day -day operations. How can we find the delicate balance between the two? Yeah, well, I, I think, uh, so first of all, all companies struggle with uh, doing what they should do today and looking at the future, you know, and they, and we often say there's the 80, 20 rule. You should be spending at least 20% of your time on future facing activities. And, and, and so that's one thing, but it's, it's really being clear. What is your vision? What do you want to achieve in life? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, defining that and then saying, okay, what are the five things that are going to, they're most going to get us there? Cause mm -hmm. you know, I work with companies to develop large scale corporate strategies and they want to do 100 things. And I said, well, is, of those 100 things, which are the five or which are the 10 are going to really get you to your vision? Because really, you should focus on those. Um, they make It makes more sense. It'll get you closer to where you're going. But actually, part of the problem is companies don't have a clear enough vision. Mm -hmm. Individuals don't have a clear enough vision. You know, I often say, uh, this is where I quote the great Albert Einstein. You know, he says, he once said that, um, too many people don't spend enough time shaping or identifying what this specific problem is that they want to fix. Okay. And he said, if I only had an hour to save the world, I'd spend 55 minutes working out what the problem is because then it's easy, but too many people spend 55 minutes just doing stuff. All right. And it's the same with every company. Have they really spent time thinking, what do they want to achieve? That's the starting off point to be successful. Thank you for that. And, I wonder, can you please share with us one or two people or organis uh, organizations that you've worked with in the last yeah. four years? Uh, what was the state before you worked with them and how did you join with them and what was the transformation? Yeah, okay. So, uh, well, let, let's stick on this theme of focus. You know, um, I'll give you a common, common uh, example, but I was working with, a, uh, with an energy company and it was a, a a small energy company. They had maybe 250 employees. Uh, so they were growing very quickly. Um, and when I joined them, when they asked me to help, they said, well, can you just look at our uh, our strategy? And so I, I walked in um, because they were beginning to have some challenges of getting everyone agreed on what to do. 
And I discovered that they were doing over 140 strategic projects. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that, you know, it was almost one per, you know, one per two employees. Uh, And I said, look, this is too much. You you can't, there's no such thing. You can't have 140 things that are strategically important. So I said, you need to focus and you need to give up. But uh, Mm -hmm. what, what, uh, what was interesting is they found it hard to give up because many of the projects, you know, they all made sense. Uh, but some of them were like personal projects. The CEO had said, oh, I want this. And the CFO had said, I want this. So everyone was happy to give up other people's projects, but not their own. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they asked me, well, you know, how can we get through this? And I thought, well, part of the challenge is, A, being clear what we want to achieve. So we spent some time discussing that. But B, reframing how they saw the projects. You know, you mm-hmm. said to me, uh, how do we decide? So what I did is, uh, have you ever played Pokemon, Jennifer? Or do you know what I, Pokemon Well, when I was much younger, I used to see some of the episodes, but I don't play the, the game. Oh, you didn't play the game. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. I also, also similar to you, but there is a card game of Pokemon with Pokemon characters. So what I did mm-hmm. is I turned 140 projects into Pokemon cards. And mm-hmm. in the boardroom, we played Pokemon. And now when you play the game, it's it's a game where you say, okay, this character, this card has this skill, this level. Uh, what does your character have? Okay, the one with the highest number wins. Now, I use their own data, their own numbers for those cards. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, okay, project one has this, it saves this much money. It's going to cost this much money. It's going to involve this many employees. Okay. And they played the game and they could see which projects were better than other projects, which strategies were going to be achieved more from their own data. And by playing that, they said, well, why, why are we doing these ones? These ones keep losing. And I said, okay, well, let's get rid of them. Okay, mm-hmm. so we kept playing the game. So we kept playing the game until we took 140 and we got down to 30. Wow. And they said, they said this, is, this is what we want to do. This is very clear to us. Okay, and then we can take those 30. We can make them even bigger because we're down doing less. We have more resources. So that's what we were able to do. We were able to change where they focused um, we were able to enhance the strategies they were already working on in the projects. And uh, that's been very successful for the company. They're still, they're still rolling that out, but that's, uh, that's been a change in both um, uh, how they look at things, but the success that they achieve. Mm-hmm. That's a very novel way of doing that because you force them to visually see, right? What is the project or what are the projects that are worth chasing after and what are the projects that maybe they can put in the parking lot or uh, yeah and then some things that they can easily really let go of yeah yeah exactly and and uh you know human beings aren't aren't necessarily stupid they just sometimes need a bit of help in how to look at things and um you know this is where my previous career as a school teacher you know i used to teach high schoolers you know, I used to teach them the, the tough subjects of maths and economics. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you can imagine, many children found that difficult because they, you know, it is not something that they were naturally gifted. At. But if you help them change how they look at it, they go, oh, I get it when you explain it like that. And it's the same in business. Sometimes you need to help reframe. You need to change how they're looking at it because people become stuck in their ways. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that's uh, the beauty of human beings and that's the beauty of how we can help sharpen them sometimes but there's different ways to sharpen different individuals it depends on what the challenge that they have is mm-hmm. 
and it did you well in the corporate your skills and the things that you did in in the education education space completely yeah uh, there's a lot of crossovers you know I, uh, I, I maybe some of your listeners are teachers but they have great skills the ability to walk into a room and captivate 30 people at the same time explain things very simply mm-hmm. get people excited about something I mean these are skills that we could all do with um, and off, actually a lot of what I do is uh, me and my company half of what we do is we get in the middle of teams but the other half that we do is we teach leaders to do what we do. How do, how do you get people excited? How do you get the best out of your teams? And that's that's really uh, some of my favorite stuff because you're transferring knowledge that's going to help so many more people if you can improve the leader. Um, so it's, it's, it's very exciting. And a lot of that comes from the education world. Mm, that's beautiful. All right. So later, um, when we come back after the break, Faris, we will learn more about the formula of success all right so for the meantime let's pause and revitalize take a moment to stretch our legs and perhaps indulge in a light snack for our dear viewers and in the meantime take a moment to contemplate the knowledge that you've acquired thus far and consider how you can incorporate it this valuable insights that faris has shared with us in your personal life and professional journey. So dear viewers, we anticipate reconnecting with you shortly following this short break. Stay tuned. Are you aiming to gain admission to UP, Ateneo, La Salle, or UST? Partner with AHEAD, the leading and most awarded tutorial and review center in the country, and we'll get you to your dream school. Visit our website to know more. Oh, 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 oh,
Are you aiming to gain admission to UP, Ateneo, La Salle, or UST? Partner with AHEAD, the leading and most awarded tutorial and review center in the country, and we'll get you to your dream school. Visit our website to know more. The new channel is an online alternative new media platform of online shows for people on the go. We know you're busy, so we've made it easy for you to enjoy your customized playlist of engaging, authentic, and original content. TNC is your passport to a world of Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural in intelligence, and ingenuity. One of our most exciting shows is the Disruptors Hour airing every Thursday, 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time, which covers everything from leadership, change management, to innovation, transformation, and disruption, all curated with our viewers in mind. And the best part, you can watch our live changing show anytime, anywhere, live or on replay via Facebook or YouTube. Follow us on IG, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Hashtag TNC now. We're always looking for new partnerships and sponsorships. So if you're interested in working with us, please email now at a new channel.com or send us a DM. We're excited to see what we can achieve together. Earlier, we were chatting with Faris Aranki from London, England. Having spent over 20 years delivering strategic change for the corporate and non-corporate worlds, he has experienced firsthand the fine differences between a strategic success and failure. His work has spanned numerous companies from global vehemence to small startups in numerous countries across a range of sectors, supporting them all to unlock strategic success. He came to realize that often what hinders institutions from achieving their goals goes beyond the quality of their strategy. It is their ability to engage effectively with others at all levels and remove barriers in their way. This has led to his passion for improving strategic effectiveness within all businesses and individuals and the foundation of Shia Ghetto Consulting. So on top of leading his business, Faris is now an accomplished speaker, author, and contributor for a variety of athletes. So let's welcome back Faris to the show. 
Hi, Jennifer. Great to be back. Yes. So earlier you were sharing with us your work in the education space, in the corporate, and now with your work in Shiaghetto Consulting. So I am curious, what, based on your experience, what is the formula for success? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. So basically, success comes down to three factors. So once you do know what you want to achieve, to get there, you're going to need IQ, which is ideas, range of mm -hmm. as many ideas as possible and to pick the best idea from them. So high levels of IQ. You also need EQ, which is emotional intelligence, the ability to take others with you on the journey. OK, um, and talk a bit more about that. Uh, and finally, you need the uh, FQ, which is focus quotient, which some of your listeners might not have heard of before. But focus quotient is the ability to focus and give whatever you've said is the most important idea 100 percent or as much of your focus as possible, which is very easy in the modern world. We get distracted very easily, both sort of in a, in a macro level, but also in a micro level. Think how often your phone dings. Think how many other things you've got on your brain at any one time. So success is IQ times EQ times FQ. And they're, they're times, not plus. All right. Anyone out there will think uh, if you know your basic maths, if you multiply anything by zero, you get zero. That's why you need yes. a bit of these. You can't just you can't just say, okay, it's okay. We've got really really smart people. We're going to be fine. Actually, mm -hmm. if you're lacking the EQ or the FQ, you're not going to achieve great levels of success. Mm -hmm. So, how can people, if they're lacking any of these, how can yeah. they increase it? So the great the great news is all of these things are increasable. You can add to all of these and it depends. So first of all, identify which is holding you back or where, where mm -hmm. is your weakness? Because each of these is like, it's like going to the gym. If it, They're all muscles sometimes that you haven't mm -hmm. used. Okay. So if it's IQ, now I'm not saying, you know, go and study. Often IQ is about, are you tapping into all the ideas in your team, in your business? Are you picking the best ideas? Now, a lot of times IQ is heavily influenced by politics, right? Mm -hmm. Think how many times in a team, They've, they choose one person's idea over another person, maybe because they're the loudest talker, or maybe because they're the boss, or maybe because mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's the best idea. Doesn't mean they're getting all the value out of that team and picking the best ideas. Okay, so that's what IQ is about. A lot of people think it's about the classical intelligence, like doing a, a Mensa test. It's not about that. It's about getting the best out of your team, making sure you're using data, making sure you're picking the best idea, making sure you mm -hmm. test it. You know, how many of us actually test our ideas? Um, now, you know, when I work with businesses and individuals, I often find that they just come up with one or two ideas and, and go with the first one. I said, what a waste. Mm. What a waste. You've got probably got another 10, 20, maybe even 100 ideas in this group, but you've only gone with the first one. How do you know it's the best one? So that's, mm -hmm. that's how you can improve your IQ. And I can talk about some techniques on how to improve that. Mm -hmm. um, now, the EQ is, uh, if you look at history, uh, there's there's a lot of fascinating things. A lot of the people that we associate with great inventions were not actually the engineers who came up with the idea. You know, if you they were the people who were able to communicate it to other people. Now I'm talking about like the radio, the TV, the car, the 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 train. All of these, the people that are connected with them, were famous marketers, not famous mm -hmm. engineers. Because what they saw is they saw a great idea and they said, "But I need to explain it to lots of people very simply." And that is that is the EQ. A lot of people, particularly very technical people, find it very difficult to explain their great idea without getting very technical. 
But most mm. humans, most human beings don't understand very technical. You know, while I love talking to a rocket scientist, I'm not going to understand all the things he explains to me or she explains to me. When I go and talk to a brain surgeon, I don't have you know 20 years of training. But if they explain it to me simply then I'll understand it. So that's EQ. It's take a great idea and really bring it to life, really explain it how the other person will understand it. Mm -hmm. Again, you can learn that. You can really improve in those areas. And finally, the focus question, okay? Think about all the things that might distract you. Think about all the things that might stop you from being successful, from the big, from, you know, from your phone to the big things. Like, oh, no, my boss has asked me to work on something else. Every one of those things you can remove that's in your way, you will be mm -hmm. more successful. Okay. So again, it just takes looking at things from a different picture going, that's in my way. That's in my way. And sometimes it can be simple things, Jennifer, you know, mm. let's take the average working day. Many mm. of us around lunchtime get hungry. So what happens? We're working on something, but our brain goes, Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, what am I going to have for lunch? Huh? Mm -hmm. And suddenly what happens is your productivity or your, your ability to focus goes down. So a very simple solution is to make sure you eat. Mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of studies showing that if you don't eat, you make bad decisions. Okay. Mm. So simple things, looking ahead in your day going, okay, I'm going to need food there. Okay. I'm in a room that's too cold. So my brain's going to be distracted by how cold it is. Let's fix that. Okay. Okay. My computer's not working. Uh, so I'm going to have to keep doing this silly thing to make it work or hold the cable in place. Just go and get that fixed. That will increase your focus. Right. So there's things like that. There are small things, but they're also big things like the 150 strategic projects that we can fix to get more focused. So improve your EQ, improve your uh, IQ, improve your FQ. And suddenly you're going to improve your levels of success. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for succinctly explaining it. That's very simple. As you've said, make everything simple. Make everything simple. I don't think any, I don't think anyone will uh, complain if you make things simpler for them. No, I surely won't complain. But I think that's a problem in education. Some of the teachers, I'm not saying all, but some of the teachers sometimes when they ask you to explain something, they say in essay questions, explain this concept in five sentences or explain this concept in 150 or 200 words. So instead of encouraging the students to think simply right um they are the the students are forced to think convolutedly and explain the the of course the concept in a convoluted way yeah. but when you go to the workplace your boss will say give me the reader's digest or give me explain that to me in one to two minutes so yeah. there's really a big disconnect there's a big disconnect and uh, you know it's and it takes a bit of practice, but you get a lot better. You know, let, I'll share with your listeners, uh, you know, a silly activity. I'm the sort of person who loves to challenge myself. So every month I set myself a different challenge. Now, when I first set up my company, I was trying to find how do I explain it to people? So I had a way in my head that made sense. But I went and mm. tested up my parents and they didn't understand it at all. And I said, mm. OK, you know, they're, 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 they're smart people, but they're completely in a different world. So if my parents can understand it than anyone can. So the next for the next year, every week, I would record in under a minute a different way to explain my company. And every week I would show it to my parents. So each week I had to be creative. I'd say, oh, you know, it's a bit like being a gardener or it's a bit like being a doctor or it's a bit like but each way until they, and they said, oh, that one we really understand. That one we don't understand this. Right. By by having the humility to say, look, 
okay, not everyone understands, and trying the creativity to try different ways. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, suddenly you're generating so many new ways of explaining something that you will find the perfect way. Okay, and now I've reached a point that I've explained my company thousands of times. Okay, I know which ones are better than which ones. And again, you still have to be creative because what works for my parents might not work for you, Jennifer. Okay, mm. because, you know, so still have have several ways to explain it in case the person you're looking, you're talking to just looks at you and goes, no, I don't know. Because that's what really successful people do. They, they, they see how uh, their impact they're making and then they flex mm. their style and flex what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very good way of defining and running your own experiment, refining it until, as you have said, your parents are able to understand what you're working on. And if your parents can understand it or a five-year-old can understand it, then yeah. anybody can understand it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And nowadays I have my nephews tell me what I do and they, they love it They you know because they understand it very simply. Wonderful. And have you thought about bringing these principles down or back into the education space? Uh, In some respects, yeah. I mean, I do work with school teachers. I do work with education sector. Some of my clients are. So, uh, yeah, and I teach these same principles. Because I was a teacher, I'm still involved in the education sector. You know, Mm. I work on a couple of charities. uh, And um, like you say, Kids are amazing because they give you feedback a lot quicker than adults. Uh, I often joke that, you know, I use the same techniques with students as I do Mm. with uh, CEOs. The Mm. difference is is the CEO will lie to me. He'll sit there and say, no, no, I understood. Or, yes, I was paying attention. And in my head, I'll be like, but you've just been, you know, I've watched you. You've just been on your phone for the last 20 minutes. Or, Mm. you know, whereas a student will quickly say, you know, an an eight-year-old will say, I don't understand. This is silly. Mm. This is boring. You know, and it may hurt me. It may hurt my pride, but at least I've got instant feedback and Mm -hmm. I can change. So. Mm -hmm. So, yes, um, I love working with uh, young people. And obviously you can make more of an impact because they don't have ingrained behaviors Mm -hmm. uh, or they have less of them. So they're more open to listening to ideas. Wonderful. So what do you plan to create in the next six to 12 months? What are you excited about? Oh, well, I'm super excited. I feel like I'm just starting with the business. So I started it four years ago, uh, six months before COVID. So the first year was very, very challenging. Uh, mm. and, uh, but since then, it's taken off. You know, we now have I now have a team. We now have mm. uh, 30 clients around the world. And we work with big corporates like Amazon, like uh, uh, Mars. But we also work with lots of startups. So but it's only 30 clients, you know, although we're doing great stuff and we have a small team. You know, the future is about growing, is about helping more people. It's not, we're not growing just to grow. We are making Mm -hmm. a difference. Uh, What we see is when we work with teams, they um, make better decisions, but they also enjoy working with each other more afterwards. So that impact, and it takes me back to my school days when you could teach a child something new and you knew from that point that their life was going to be different. So Mm -hmm. I look forward to more of that. I look forward to more great um, sharing the message, um, like being on shows like this. So there's lots and lots of exciting things. And like I say, I feel like I'm just getting started. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Faris, for sharing that. And I really learned a lot today. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. They're very actionable, very simple. And thank you for choosing to be a part of our community of change makers and key opinion leaders. How can our viewers 
stay connected with you, follow you, learn more about your work through social media? Well, uh, there's several ways. Uh, the, a great way is come and visit our website, sheerghetto.com. Um, the, where you can find out more about what we do and the companies we work with and some of the ideas that we use. Uh, you can follow me personally um, on uh, uh, either LinkedIn, where I spend a lot of time looking for Farah Saranki, or uh, I blog every week, um, share uh, ideas, tips that you can use in your own life and for your own companies uh, on Medium. Uh, so all the links, I think, are at the bottom of the screen. I can see them. Uh, and if you want an insight into sort of my own, you know, more day-to-day -day stuff, you can follow me on Instagram. But uh, there's a range of things there, Jennifer. People are probably inundated. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I'd love to carry on the conversation. I'd love to share some more ideas and hear ideas from your listeners because the best thing about uh, the work that I do is unashamedly borrowing great ideas from companies and trying them out elsewhere. Um, and that's how that's how we all get stronger. I call it cross-pollinating ideas. So I, please take my ideas, use them wherever, because I know they will do good stuff and they'll come back and then they'll get stronger. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from all your viewers if they if they are so interested. That's wonderful, Fairy. Thank you for your generosity, because some people, they sad to say they are afraid of people other people using their ideas stealing their ideas but you are one of the few people who are very open with other people using your ideas and building on it yeah yes please the more the better wonderful thank you so much faris once again for dropping in on the show and of course let's keep in touch yes i'm a big fan jennifer keep up the great work thank you so much so, dear viewers, thank you so much for choosing to spend your Thursday morning with us. And we'll see you again next Thursday, July 6, 2023 at 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening depending on where you are in the world. God bless everyone.